Here's something to consider. When you act differently on the road than when you are at home, and this is probably the most important thing in this, you put others around you in a compromising position. Welcome to the Miles and the Markers podcast for Wednesday, June 29th. I'm Gene Girdley, the author of the book of the same name. We are on mile 26, episode 25. And today's topic is represent wherever you are. Now, I'm going to begin by saying that I'm not entirely sure what direction this is going to go because this mile or chapter in the book is relatively short and I have some additional quotes prepared, which I'm going to read, but I'm not exactly sure where my commentary is going. I have some thoughts and the reason that I'm a little bit unsure is because of the nature of the topic and to kind of set this up where I've been through in the chronological order of the book is telling my story about how I went from retail automotive to becoming a Saturn trainer. And then most recently how that fit and made it easy for me to work for Saturn and also express my faith because the values at Saturn are very consistent with values of faith and the way you treat people and the way you respect one another and yourself. And so I began traveling a lot when I was a trainer. So I was away from home a lot. And that caused me to make some important decisions about how I would represent myself when I was on the road, away from home, away from my family, away from my church, and that's where the chapter came from. Uh, but the concern that I have in sharing some of the things that I'm going to have is that I want to set this up right away. That I want you to take what you can out of it. I'm not speaking just to men. And I'm not speaking just to people who travel. Although most of what I'm sharing will be related directly to me and experiences that I've had watching other men on the road more specifically, in some cases women, but mostly men. And, and I don't want this to come off like I'm pointing my finger at anyone because none of us are immune from making mistakes. And it's one thing to make a mistake. It's another thing to have a character flaw that causes others to be brought down as a result of your mistakes including your business, including other people's livelihoods because you destroyed your business because of behavior that you did while you were on the road, which I've seen happen. So I'm going to get into it and hopefully you understand that I'm speaking to myself too in this and I guess it's really like a warning for anybody who may be potentially veering off and needing a challenge at this time. I'll tell you, if I can change just one person's life who may be considering going in a direction that they know that isn't best for them from a character or ethical standpoint, or even in some cases, a moral standpoint, then it will be worth it. 
So I'm going to get into the book here now, and then I'm going to go to some other sources, and then we'll wrap it up. So mile 26, represent wherever you are. Are you the same person at home, on the road, in an office, at the gym, or when you're communicating on social media? It's an important question. Do your travel plans include changing who you are once you leave town? And I don't have to get more specific than that, do I? I mean, are you a good family man at home, but then when you hit the road, or a good family spouse at home, and then when you hit the road, you play the field? That's just one example. There have been lots of acquaintances who have behaved one way at home or in the office, but another way entirely once they hit the road. Acting like a different person when you are away from home or away from the office can be detrimental to you personally and professionally. Here's something to consider. When you act differently on the road than when you are at home, and this is probably the most important thing in this, you put others around you in a compromising position. The corporate world is a small one. Most people at work interact with family members at some point in their career. Is it worth the negative outcome to be one person on the road and someone else at home or at the office? Now, uh, I'm going to get into the understanding of the fact that nobody's perfect here as I continue in the book, but I'm going to pause right now and go to a few other sources. Um, one is scripture and Proverbs and Corinthians, but then I'm going to wrap up the extracurricular <laughs> resources by going to Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, and Brian Tracy as sources, because it's not specifically focused on um, a specific faith or anything like that. And and hopefully uh, the things that I'm going to share with you from scripture are not specific to Judaism or the Christian faith either. They're just principles, okay? So Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And this is someone speaking to their son and says, My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding that you may keep discretion and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of the forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil, but in the end she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. So here's a situation where a parent is saying to their son, you know, as you go out in the world, you're going to be exposed to all kinds of temptation, uh, especially, in this case, adultery or prostitution. And, and in this case, the person who they're warning against is not an individual person, but a woman who, as it wraps up, says she does not know it. She does not know that her ways wander. She thinks that she's just being normal, but she's not measuring the impact that she has on the son and his life. And I'm not going to get into all the details of what the impact could be, but think about it in one sense is I have decisions to make for myself, but what I just covered in the book was 
if I'm in a corporate environment and I have relationships with a bunch of other people, whether you're a man or a woman, and in the course of our traveling together, our doing business together, our meeting for corporate lunches or things like that, I bring a party in or I expose the group to another person that compromises my relationship with the office, the spouse or whatever, because I just want to sow my wild oats. Is that fair to the other people? And the hard part is that it's going to come out. It's going to be known. And in fact, in today's world, most people don't care. Oh, I don't care. I don't care if somebody's doing that. Um, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So getting back to my travel, as a guy who is on the road, there's all kinds of opportunities to um, do things that are not ethical, not moral, break the marriage vows, all that kind of stuff, um, visit you know, bars and clubs and things like that that are not appropriate. And when I say not appropriate, not appropriate for me in my personal belief system. I'm not passing a judgment on anybody else who chooses to do things. But the question is, who have you made commitments to? Who have you made commitments to? And what does the impact have on other people in your life? So it's not about you or whether your judgment personally is in question for what you choose to do with your own life. But it's really about how does this impact the whole? How does this impact a lot of people? And I have been a part of a company where one of the leaders within the company consistently got involved with someone who was not their spouse. And it was evident. Well, that company eventually fell apart. And the marriage ended and multiple marriages ended for that individual. And uh, because that was their choice and their companies ended as a result of that as well. Why? Because the spouse then had an integral part in the company and it was just a disaster. So uh, this is a really a, a chapter about using your own wisdom you know, be smart. How important is that momentary um, pleasure that you might have? Uh, here's Jim Rohn from the Treasury of Quotes in a section on influence and association. He says, you must constantly ask yourself these questions. Who am I around? What are they doing to me? What have they got me reading? What have they got me saying? Where do they have me going? What do they have me thinking? And most important, what do they have me becoming? Then ask yourself the big question, is that okay? So if you're a young person or someone within an organization that is um, at a entry level or lower management or mid-management and you are being brought along to events, to uh, dinner meetings, to the bar, to whatever. And it's a, quote, expectation that the leadership is laying on you. You need to get out. You need to say no. It's okay. You need to choose what is going to help your character. Because even if you do nothing, 
wrong yourself, bad company corrupts good character. I mean, the problem is that, and now I'm talking to leaders, if you're not representing well, then you're representing poorly for your team. You're representing poorly for the name of your business. You're representing poorly in more ways than you might really think about. Turning now to Zig Ziglar's little book of big quotes, when a company or individual compromises one time, whether it's on price or principle, the next compromise is right around the corner. And then he continues, when you exercise your freedom to express yourself at the lowest level, you ultimately condemn yourself to live at that level. And my big concern is that you condemn others to live at that level. You condemn your family to live at that level. You condemn your family to have to go through pain and suffering that if you didn't want to just indulge yourself, and it's not all about having affairs, but going to the bar and getting totally smashed and then your behavior is now spread throughout the company that you were just sloshed all the time. Or, and again, I'm, if, if there's a situation where you have an addiction issue, I'm not condemning you. I'm not condemning someone from doing this. I'm challenging you to consider your own character and your own behavior and how you represent yourself in differing places. Are you the same person all the time? That's the challenge here. And then finally from Brian Tracy, before I get back to the book, Integrity is the foundation upon which all other values are built. So how are you representing yourself in all areas? That's the real question here. And then back to the book, it says nobody is perfect. Again, I started out by saying, hey, I'm concerned. I don't want you to feel like I'm laying a judgment on you. I'm speaking to myself as well. If I end up going back on the road, you know, let me go back to a little story. When the quote-unquote Me Too movement got really hard and heavy and became a huge deal. People were losing jobs. People were getting kicked out of Congress. I mean, you name it, everything was very sensitive and at a heightened level of crit criticism. I told my company that I would not stay in the same hotel with someone of the opposite sex uh, who was traveling to do a joint training with me. I would not ride in, in a rental car with them. I, uh, when I was at hotels and there was an elevator and a woman got on, I would wait for the next elevator, unless it was a big group. I would not put myself in any potential position that could be misconstrued or somehow accused of inappropriate behavior. And in fact, there is even a scripture that talks about that. Make no appearance of evil. Don't put yourself in a place where it even appears to be evil, where someone could take a picture of you with someone else and say, oh, those two were together because people spin that kind of stuff these days all the time. So I was extremely hyper-conscious about that. People thought I was crazy. And I even told my company, if that means I have to pay for my own rental car, then I will do that. But I am not going to travel with someone of the opposite sex in that situation because the world was watching. So to me, I put myself under the microscope. 
And I ask myself the tough questions. Because, now back to the book, nobody's perfect. It's crucial then that you define your values and your standards for life and business before you crawl out of bed every morning. Having an accountability partner could be helpful if you have to travel for work. It's great if it can be your spouse or significant other, but that doesn't always work, and I understand that. There is nothing worse in my mind than having people tell stories about your misadventures behind your back because of moral, ethical failures. Far too many marriages, families, businesses, and careers have crumbled due to poor judgment and a lack of being honest with yourself and others. Take up the challenge to represent ethical values and moral integrity wherever you are. And now the mile marker. Be the same person at home, at work, at church, or when you're playing on the golf course. Always represent a person of strength, courage, and good character. Your character is a choice you make. And the only caveat I'm going to say to that, I'm going to bring it back, especially because any of you who follow me know that I've been studying a lot about trauma and the, the impact that that has on a person's decision-making and addictions, which it does have an impact. So when I say your character is a choice you make, I know there are some people who have experienced trauma whose behavior is locked up in needing mental health healing. Uh, so any of that is, I'm not even talking to them right now, okay? But if you are aware of that, then get yourself some help. You don't have to be religious to be a good human being, but you do have to represent well wherever you are to finish well. And that is the miles and the markers for today. Next time, we will focus on return to face new challenges. And this will be the story about when I uh, finished my first stint on the road as a trainer and returned back to the retail environment for a couple of years uh, to help my old dealer accomplish setting up some new things. So uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. I appreciate you, everyone that listens. And by the way, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up in a direct message uh, on LinkedIn, because that's where I'm at. And uh, have a great rest of your week. For those in the automotive industry, here's to a great close of the month of June 2022. God bless you.